1: Good evening, good afternoon,
2: good morning, whenever you may be listening, and we do hope you're listening. This is Home is where Home markets is with Liz Ficklesley and Amber Teasley, you're listening to us on ChairShot Radio, which is found online at thechairshot.com. Today, episode three, thank you for joining us. We hope you listen to the first two. If you haven't had a chance, go back and find them. We think they're pretty, pretty interesting. How are you doing this evening, Amber?
0: I am doing pretty good really just, rainy here today. That's just, all it has done today is rain.
2: It's been so hot here today. It was like technically like 88, but felt like the low 90s. And you went outside, it was like walking into a wall. It's not um, not my favorite weather at all.
0: It's kind of fall-ish here. The rain, when it kind of have one of that rainy day, it kind of reminds me of the fall. Yeah. I'm so ready for chili and soups and because I live with the husband that won't let me make chilies and soups unless it's below 60 degrees or, you know, right at 60 degrees. Really? Yes. He will not eat chili, chicken tortilla soup, none of it. And I love to make a big crock pot, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) crock pot of soup on Sundays. And he will not let me make it. If I do make it, it'll just be me eating it. He won't eat it because he says that it's not cool enough for soup. Well, Kenzie did, or no? No, she won't eat anything like that. Gosh, I love that. That's just another thing we have in common. I
2: love making chili. I was just saying the other day, I have some leftover meat that I was going to chop up and put into my chili. I know we can have the great debate about the doctor's meat and chili. I'm from New York, I stick chili in my meat, shooting. Um, but yeah, no, I'm ready for, definitely ready for some fall weather, especially as we're watching our... Full Harvest movies. It's kind of, you know, it's funny though because these these movies, the Full Harvest, the uh, Christmas movies, are usually filmed filmed in the summer, so it's like ninety something degrees you know, when they when they're being filmed. So it's not that it's not that far off. No, it's
0: not too not too realistic, I guess, for them when they're when they're they're filming them. It's like doing the Christmas movies in June, I guess
2: are <laughs> I mean, we so bundled up i always imagine i'm like oh, oh it be so warm to-. well there's one that we'll get to in a little bit that's being filmed in mississippi my friend actually lives in the town and she's like the-, so it's all set up she sent me some pictures looks totally beautiful very hallmark of course and she's like yeah she's like it's a beautiful tree that i guess is going to be in the town town square uh-huh. she's like it's 95 degrees <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So. Yeah, there
0: was a scene in Roadhouse Romance, uh, when we get to it, that I was like, oh, my God, that's just picturesque. And you know that it was not like that when they filmed it. (laughs) Yeah, right all right let's get down to business let's there's been a lot of hallmark
2: um excuse me there's been a lot of hallmark news we don't have a complete list hallmark has not given us a complete list of the movies and who's going to be in them yet um but some information has been making its way to social media and various local newspaper articles so what you got
0: what you got well brennan elliott was teasing um his fans on instagram with a couple of pictures of him in his car. I'm assuming he was leaving to go film or whatever. And he stated that he was leaving soon to go film a new Christmas movie for Hallmark and that his leading lady was yet to be discussed and he was not going to tell anybody, you know, he wasn't, I guess, maybe during contract obligations or whatever was not telling anybody who it was, but it was somebody that all the Hallmark people loved. Well, shortly after that, a few days later, Allison Sweeney, posted a video of who looked like Brennan Elliott sitting beside her in a car while the production crew were wiping the car off because I guess it had rained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they were, you know, in the middle of getting ready to film and they're in the car together and they're wiping the car, you know, the people all around them, the crew's wiping the car off to get it dry. And you get a slight glimpse of him in the passenger seat beside, beside her. So, um, so, it, it was Allison Sweeney who was in the movie together with him. Um, it's called Open by by Christmas. I couldn't really find a whole lot about the description or anything. But uh, I know that uh, Allison is very known for her her baked series on Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then you've got Brennan Elliott who is... In the crossword mysteries, and then my favorite set of Hallmark movies was called "All of My Heart." It was a whole series with Lacey Chabert yeah, um, so yes, he was in with her also with the crossroad mysteries as well. She's in those with him as well. She's the star, so I'm interested oh. to see okay. <laughs> this movie. umre still going on? I haven't really watched them. Uh, They they are. There is actually, I think, a new one coming up or one that just recently came out um, for 2021 in the uh, for the Crossword Mysteries. So but they but him and her both, um, Allison and Brennan, are both in Vancouver right now. And if you follow their Instagram, they're both posting uh, pictures of stuff of things they're doing while they're there. So I think Allison Sweeney, she was actually on a hike either yesterday or this morning and she posted a picture on there.
2: Yeah, she's posted a few things. She actually outed them, I believe. I think a lot of fans definitely thought it was her for some reason, um, based on the clues that um, Brennan was given. And Brennan is one of the kings of Hallmark. Um, fans really love him. I, I, I love him. I love a lot of his movies. Haven't really watched the Crossword ones. I actually don't think I've seen any of them. I'll have to put that on my list. But, I haven't
0: seen those, but I have watched every one of the All of My Heart movie series. There's three of them.
2: Those were great. Uh-huh. Were- and um yeah when she when she put out the picture when it was clearly him I, I, twitter was like really excited and then i know she did a instagram live where they were also in the car together so it, it's cute yeah i'm really i i like them i don't think they don't think ugh. um obviously they i don't think they've ever done a movie together before i could be wrong i tried to go through the the imdb but i didn't see anything um but they I like it because they look like they go together you know sometimes the movies are great but like the couples don't look like they fit together you know what I mean yeah or they don't have chemistry they don't have chemistry or it just seems like I have nothing like wrong with like an age difference but it just seems like maybe he looks older or she looks old I don't know like they don't fit but we enjoy them anyway so it's a petty little petty little thought but I think they're gonna be great together
0: I think they are too
2: then we move on to Wes Brown, another fan favorite, um, my social media informant, who keeps me abreast of a lot of things and sends me a lot of articles. It's, she is, uh, I believe, a big fan of Wes's. I know I am. So he's filming one in Natchez, Mississippi. If I've mispronounced that, I'm very sorry. It's the hometown of my friend Mary, who's been sending me a lot of information on it. Um, and that is called The Secret of Christmas. That began filming. They had a casting call for like the end of August into September. And that is with Erin Cahill. Are you familiar with her?
0: No, I'm not. I don't think I am familiar with her, but I do know him because he's in he's in Christmas at Graceland. I mean, he's been in several other ones, but that one by far is probably my favorite because you know my love of Graceland. I think we both have the love of Graceland. Yeah. Um,
1: should, we should but, do it episode this podcast.
2: Um yeah i just have to stop saying um so he's with erin cahill Brittany ishibashi ali Liebert, and percy daggs iii who was in christmas in louisiana and cahill was in hometown christmas which filmed in lafayette and youngsville he's been in a national christmas carol check into christmas wedding at graceland christmas at graceland christmas cookies so many um
0: yeah he definitely has been in a lot
2: he really is. Like, this is another one that doesn't really have any plot information out there. But I mean, we know the basic plot, but no, <laughs> we don't know what, uh, what's the catalyst of everything you know going on. But definitely one I'm looking forward to. I just want to pull up Erin real quick, because I know what people are going to know her from, and I can't give it off the top of my head. What's horrible is, is that when I saw Erin I immediately thought of Aaron Krakow, which is of course the wrong Aaron. she has a couple of, I'm pretty sure she has a Christmas one coming down the
0: pike. Yeah, I really like him a lot. Um, I got the chance, to, I did not know that they did a follow-up movie from Graceland at Christmas. They did um, another Graceland movie last Christmas, but they did a Chris. it was a wedding at Graceland, I think is what they call it, what the movie was called, and I really, really liked it. Um actually been to Graceland and it was really neat to see the places they filmed that I was able actually to you know be there <laughs> right Erin was
2: in quite quite she was I can't speak tonight I sound horrible I like kind of almost want to start over but I won't of us she was in *Slave* uh, Bell's Ring she's pretty well known for Stitcher's from 2017 that was on for um a couple of seasons I couldn't remember the name of it She was also on. She had a bit part on uh, Criminal Minds, but she's done Last Vermont Christmas, Hometown Christmas, Christmas on the Range. Uh, I
0: think I know who you're talking about. She's got real short. uh, She's got kind of short brown hair, dark, dark, dark hair.
2: Yeah, Random Acts of Christmas, and this one here that's listed on her IMDb, A Taste of Love. That kind of sounds like it's probably a Hallmark movie. So we'll be interested to see how many of these people reappear, (laughs) how frequently they appear when. homework when they put out the list
0: yes yes I'll be interested to see because you usually have at least a couple of Taylor Hines a couple of you know Lacey Chabert and uh, I think there's always a couple of Wes Browns too in there
2: (laughs) I know speaking of Tyler Hines
0: oh what did I say I said the wrong name I can't talk today either he
2: did not want his fans being like hey (laughs)
0: Fans
2: are oh, like I've said before crazy. I love musical, but crazy. So he has one that you know a little bit about,
0: yes. Because as we all know, I'm a huge One Tree Hill fan, mm-hmm. Bethany Joe Lentz or Bethany Joey Lentz, Joy Lentz. Oh my god, I can't talk today either. Uh, be- she played Haley on One Tree Hill. She is playing in an unexpected Christmas with Tyler Haynes. Did I get it right that time? Yes, <laughs> and um. It took me a little bit to get, you know, some information on the movie because it's not really um, too much in there. But the gist of it is uh, Tyler plays um, his ex, you know, him and uh, Emily are um, broken up. And I guess they broke up. It's one of those pretend to be engaged when they're not really engaged stories. I love those. Mm-hmm. I do too. So like he's trying to go home to see his family, and uh, he runs into her, which is his ex girlfriend, um, Bethany, Joy, Lentz, um, and they decide to play in, you know, engaged or er, together during Christmas, and um, they're going to be doing, of course, all the family holiday activities together and everything. So I'm sure. This will be really, really good. I do like those fiancé. You know, the fiancé or fake boyfriend ones, they're always the best.
2: They always, I think they always have the most humor and played for more comedy rather than, I mean, the Christmas ones tend to always be sort of lighthearted, and, but there's a bit of drama or, you know, suspense to them, for lack of a better word. But the fake boyfriend, fake girlfriend, either whether it's strangers or whatever, always <laughs> for a bit more comedy and always in, in my opinion very very entertaining
0: yeah it should should be pretty pretty good I'm looking forward to that one
2: so the other and most in, probably most important news we have for you tonight is that they finally announced when the countdown to Christmas will officially begin as I said, they're doing Halloween a little bit different this year. because starting before Halloween. Countdown to Christmas officially starts on October 22nd. How excited are you?
0: I'm super excited. I- Carson,
1: yeah.
0: preempting, um, I guess Christmas, you know, Thanksgiving, but you know, you can't, you can't have Thanksgiving in the last part of October without some Hallmark Christmas movies. True. Sure. It's sure. and- excuse me
2: so now as they do it they'll probably sprinkle in old ones of course they'll start playing them all throughout the week our DVDs will be filling up like crazy we'll catch ones that we missed which is always fun some that you never even knew were made that's how i see i saw so many like that um last year
0: well my goal has always been and i have not been able to reach it yet because mm. i don't know if anybody's aware but there's a hallmark movie checklist app Mm-hmm. and it's a Christmas, it's the Christmas app, like, the actual one for Christmas, and my goal is always to watch every one of the movies that they show, because, you know, they say, they show, I think, like, the same, like, 50 or so, I right. don't even know how many, but my goal has always been to catch all of them. I never catch them all. I'm usually always about 15 to 20 short, Um, and I end up having to pick and choose, because I just don't have the time to really get every one of them
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um I, I'm gonna try it again this year but we'll see what happens
2: <laughs> we'll make it a challenge we'll both download the app and we'll see who comes out
0: oh, <laughs> I,
2: sure. I, who comes out close I do let's be honest I do have my schedule is completely different than Amber's it might be changing in the next few weeks but I do have is based on how my job and life is compared to Amber's. I don't have any children. I did keep my niece, uh, but she's back at school. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: Um, I know, I saw the pictures. It was so sad. She's
2: Can in I second go. grade, wrong on off days. I'm gonna take her like during the week after school sometimes, so it's fine. But my schedule is completely different than Amber's. I definitely don't have a teenager
0: <laughs> roaming around that I have to keep hands on or a husband. So Well, the husband's actually more work than the teen right now, because the teen's really into the TV shows and TV, and so she, we watched a fair amount together, but she has her, you know, she's in her room watching her shows. So, the husband's actually, you know, he's a little bit more work. <laughs> you have you to say see. Jason's a little Yes, yes, he's a little bit of a, he's a little bit of a diva, too. You know, he expects that breakfast. He wants that breakfast, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't get that breakfast, I hear it that day. But I mean, I'm a homemaker. I've always loved to like make sure everybody's fed and everything. So he's just used to it. It's not that he he's you know requires it or whatever, but he's just so spoiled.
2: It's no, it's true. I'm I'm the same way. I mean, I'm home obviously for years and years. I took care of my mom before she passed, but you know, in a sense, I'm a homemaker as well. I you know. Yeah cook and clean and every, everything I do I, I work I'm, I'm home you know I do have a life I do have a job either.
0: but you know so but I'm here so I, I cook I love to cook
2: as I know you do as well
0: yes maybe we can do like a couple of extra things added in maybe to where we do like a recipe or something during a Christmas episode um like, yeah. I should
2: definitely this week I should definitely have I'm having the logo fixed and I have to get Greg to take out the, the, on <laughs> <laughs> which I probably said, and that's how he got it. I probably typed it and didn't realize it. So, that would be great, because we can share it on Instagram. I love making Christmas cookies. My, I, I love making a lot of
0: things for Christmas, as I know you do as well. the best cookie is the snickerdoodles. I love snickerdoodles. I'll have to send you some. A friend long ago told me that they were, like, biting into a cloud. And I, I, I'm, I'm a decent cook. I mean, I'm not great, I'm not the best, but it's probably by far the best thing that I make. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to make some and send them to you. But they stay soft for like a while. So
2: I'm gonna have you to send- snickerdoodles, and I'll send you some of our classic Italian cookies, my mom's okay. recipe that I made every year. They're um, vanilla. They're like little round, or we shape them differently, and then, but they have like vanilla in them. But then the icing, it's a sugar icing, it's a, it's a powdered sugar icing, whatever you want to call that. Oh but we, those have those it with, some of it's flavored with orange flavoring, some of it's flavored with anise, and um, we also do vanilla and almond. So it gives it a little bit of a different. And we call, we sprinkle them with you know various colorful Christmassy themed sprinkles. And actually, no matter what time of the year we make these, it's always the same color sprinkles. <laughs> well, we we some. I love doing them in like in the green and green because I think they look great. But, I mean we use the traditional little non-parallel the, the colorful ones. Yeah. So will you send me some noodles, I'll send you those and we'll put them up on the Instagram. And yes. we'll, we'll make people uh, we'll make various people taste test them. Yeah. I love
1: I love seeing so.
2: that'll that'll be fun. And we're also gonna be doing the bingo.
0: Yes. I'm really looking forward to the bingo. And maybe um when you get the instagram up we can get some people to join us in the bingo and have everybody pick like a different movie and you know tell us how many which i'm sure we're gonna get bingo really quickly <laughs> so, maybe. yeah that will be lots of fun oh, that'll be good
2: and if, you, and if you're listening leave us wherever you see this posted or on twitter or on one of our facebook's give us some ideas is there a yes. Or even if there's a movie you want us to watch that you love or you hate, let us know. We'll go back and watch it. We'll find it. We don't well, mind. Do some reviews on it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, speaking of, so we had our news. Now, before we get to our reviews, we have previews of what's coming up this weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. This Saturday um, at 9 p.m. on the regular Hallmark Channel, it's Raise a Glass to Love um it stars Laura Osnes as Jenna and um bear with me his, um I'm not good with names his name is Juan Pablo de Passi, I think is how you say it um and basically it's about um Jenna who is a master sommelier which is um I do believe a expert in wines um, mm-hmm. she goes back to her family vineyard to study and is intrigued by uh Marcelo, which is the uh gentleman she's playing second of, and he's an Argentinian winemaker. Um, and then Laura Os- Osnes has um, she's from Minnesota, and I couldn't really find a whole lot on movies she'd done other than Hallmark, but she was in, like, a lot of Broadway shows, like, she played, uh, Sandy and Grease, she played in South Pacific, she played in Cinderella, so, I mean, she's been in a lot of Broadway shows, um, and award-winning Broadway shows, um, and then this is her fourth Hallmark movie, and, uh, Knew several of the movies that she'd been in previously, but one of the ones that I liked the most was called One Royal Holiday. And I don't know if you remember it last year, Liz. It was the one where they were stuck in an inn, and uh, she finds out that the guy that's staying with her at the inn um, and his mom, that he's actually a prince. Um, I can't remember if you remember that one. It was called One Royal Holiday. I actually just saw that one, and
2: it's one of the few prince. Prince Ones that I liked. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get to that later in our finals We'll get to that
0: later, right?
2: (laughs) It's one of the few Prince Ones I liked. I thought that one was really cute.
0: And then Juan Pablo Di Passi, who plays um Marcelo. Um, he is actually from Buenos Aires with in Argentina. And he did a lot of theater in UK. Um, he was in Mamma Mia, Survival Island. And then what I was really surprised to see, which I did not realize. Is he played the husband Fernando in Fuller House on Netflix with you know Candace Cameron Bure and and uh, Joey Sweden he That's played right. Karen, K- Kimmy Gibbler's estranged husband and I don't know if you remember I haven't watched all the seasons of it but I watched like the first two seasons and I remember him <laughs> but I didn't recognize him and I thought it was kind of neat that he is he played that character in that movie with you know, Jodie Sweetin, we know, has been in Hallmark movies. And then, of course, you've got the one of the queens of um Christmas and Hallmark, which is Candace Cameron Bure, in it. With, and I just thought that was pretty neat. And this is his first Hallmark movie. He's not been in any others before.
2: The trailer looks really cute. Their, their meet cute is is interesting. I like that when she's like, oh, yeah, yeah for the wine tasting. And he's like, uh No i'm not <laughs> i am the wine guy so that, that's kind of cute i like sometimes when they're embarrassed if they do it if they yes. do it properly so i think that's going to be a good one looking forward to that one i, I did watch most of full house i actually haven't watched the last season yet so i'm assuming he's in that one but he was really funny He was really in f- funny set. and i like to see that they're using non-american actors
0: yes yes uh, oh, just- i just Gives it a
2: little them bit of spice. Yeah, you know. it does. It's nice to, to branch out and not just having someone, although I don't think they've done this too much, have someone put on an accent that you know is, you know, not theirs. Right. Um, but all these princes are from these made-up countries <laughs> that all sound British. Trying to sound British. Yes. That's they definitely, all I, think, I think this is going to be a popular one. Oops, my earbuds are falling out, so I apologize for that. Um. Okay, so that brings us to Sunday night's movie on homework. Can I say it? probably homework,
1: homework
0: mysteries? mysteries? Yes, movie, homework,
2: homework movies and mysteries. Oh, I wanted to add homework drama, but that's a completely different thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> finding love in Mountain View. So, I'm a little confused about this one
1: based on I am db
0: i always like to go to the actual homework site and they have a little bit of a about because i um yeah, the only so thing the i've about, really seen was the video <laughs> the about is the the, the same so hold on one second my
1: my computer just likes to to, to blink around and now i'm on the wrong Um, yeah, I have it
0: looked pretty good when we were, because you know we they advertised it when we were watching. So
2: the here's movies.
0: what I'm, So basically the
2: the premise is after learning she's been entrusted to take care of her deceased cousin's children. An architect is torn between focusing on her career and honoring her cousin's wish. Now pay attention to that plot line because it's kind of coming. Both pieces are going to come into play when we go to our final segment. So on IMDb, it actually has says it's from 2020 and has already has a rating. But so I don't know if it was shown somewhere else and they're marketing it as new or if Internet Movie Database is just some crazy thing. I don't know. I've never seen this one. They're marketing it under the f- Fall Harvest, right? Am I wrong?
0: Yes. It's, that- a f- it's one of the Fall Harvest movies.
2: So it stars Danielle C. Ryan, Miko Olivier, uh, Danielle plays Margaret, Miko plays Andrew, and Jean-Paul Lavoisier as Nathan. So I'm suspecting there's probably a little bit of a love triangle. So she's probably going to have the non-romantic boyfriend back home who doesn't, who's fed up with her taking care of the kids, and then of course the new guy. Which one? Which is which? I think Miko is going to be the new love interest, based on the the photos and and the video. Yes, I think that Danielle- as well danielle excuse me um seems to have a christmas movie in the bag called mistletoe mix-up where she's going to play holly um i cannot tell i if she's actually had i do not believe she's had a hallmark movie before there is a movie called love finds you in charm but i'm not sure if that's a hallmark one if it was let me know so i'm interested in seeing her um, she's very beautiful. Miko Olivier is, he played one of the Menendez brothers in uh-huh. Blood Brothers. He was on Glee where he was a warbler, and he was also on Castle. Um, um, I didn't watch, he was also in a TV series called Five Points, which I'm not familiar with at all. Um, he seems to have been in a lot of different series. Miss 2059. Oh, he was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as Ben. I didn't watch that whole series, so I don't remember him.
0: Love in Paradise. That seems like a... got to be some type of Lifetime or... Casey he Undercover. A- that is a That was a series on Disney, I do believe. And he was
2: on Bunks. It seems like on Castle, he played Pi, and he was in... Quite a few episodes, so castle fans might remember him. It's another show that I didn't watch, even though many of my friends loved it and then there's John Paul Lavoier probably his anything more huh? he was in one life to Live as Rex balsa was the one all well all my children only had a little bit a little part. He has a movie coming out nope. nothing. We said a short called Donut Time. I should not say nothing. The man's probably working. He's another one that I don't see anything that relates to Hallmark. So this might just be a whole new cast to Hallmark, which would be interesting. This is yeah. nothing that you know, really screams like, oh, hey, we've done all these all these movies. So that's kind of nice. I am still, con- I am, con-
0: sugar. I am Well, still even con- that con- picture of like the poster on IMDb doesn't look like this. Same one that Hallmark has, um, well, it's slightly different.
2: So it's a little confusing, but we'll figure it out when we discuss it yeah. on the next, <laughs> next podcast. But I'm interested in seeing it anyway. I mean, it's it's a it's a topic they've done before. They recently had the one with Lacey where she inherited, for lack of a better term, her sisters children so it's it's a recurring theme
0: sweet carolina
2: that was a good I one i watched actually.
0: that recently and i loved it, it made yeah. me cry the good ones always yeah. make you cry yeah, the
2: first time i watched it i couldn't get into it i couldn't get into it i you know it was a little of you know working on grief i couldn't get into it i, I hated the father i think i said this in the first episode when we chatted. The father got on my nerves. I couldn't get into it. The second time I watched it, I really enjoyed it. It was was very well done. It was a beautiful movie. Yes. So that's what we have on tap this weekend. We'll be discussing that in an upcoming episode next
0: week. We might be tweaking. tweaking Yeah, usually me or you once will tweet at least one of the um, movies. I think you did both this weekend. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed that. It was the first time in a long time I've actually... Tweeted um, along with everybody. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, now that we're doing the podcast, I kind of feel like I need to see what the people are saying. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I did get retweeted a lot by hallmark Yay me! And in Roadhouse, Roadhouse Romance, the guy that played—see um, how my memory is? My memory is completely awful. What was the—we're about to go into it. But what was the name of her um, old boyfriend? On the show. I
0: can't remember what his name is.
2: He's played by Adil Zay- Zayadi And he was I, I liked his character. He's in so many. If you see him you're like, Oh my gosh, I know him. He's been in so many excuse me, so many Hallmark movies as a secondary or background player. I actually treated like he's paid his dues. It's time to give him his own movie and he liked it, so that like made my day. Because, you know, I'm a pathetic fan girl.
0: Me too. I was excited because I got retweeted a couple of times myself. Isn't it so much fun,
2: especially then when Walmart retweets you or comments at yes. you? Like other and then you've got it.
0: other fans and stuff. I even gained a few followers on Twitter, which I was really excited about. <laughs> which I've okay. never been much of a social media person, and I'm starting to learn things. So it's right, it's really fun that. when you start getting stuff. Sorry, <laughs> what what'd you think of Roadhouse Romance? Tell me about it. <laughs> I really liked it, um it was it wasn't the normal I mean it kinda had a little bit of the the trope you would say of the guy who comes in from the city and breaks down, but um I really did like it. I like the fact that she was you know ex military and um it had a real country music tie and um i i really really liked it i felt like it was slightly different to me lauren elena um she has by by no means is she even remotely you know you know but i feel like she has one of the most realistic figures of yes. all of the yes. women i yes. mean i felt like i'm i'm a very i'm a larger woman but i felt like she was very realistic looking she's absolutely gorgeous um I kind of told my husband I said you know she's kind of built like a you know like you know she's nicely built um I but I I just kind of felt like she was different you know she just looked different and in a way that I felt like I could relate to her better um than most of them um
2: I may jump in. She's completely beautiful. Beautiful. Lauren is completely beautiful. I first I thought the same thing when I watched it all three times that I've watched it (laughs) since since then. She had I don't want to say she's full of figured because that implies that she's overweight and or or fat, and she's not. I'm overweight. I'm fat. Right. Right.
0: Well, I don't agree with that, but (laughs) yeah, just an example, I guess.
2: Oh uh, no no it's true I am I've lost a, a ton of weight I have to get back into my um, well I have been back into my workouts but I used to because I used to be fatter I'm not going to lie I mean everybody nobody know, everybody knows me you know knows this there's pictures out there where I am a hundred pounds plus more than I am now I mean and I'm still a big girl so that's how big I was but so it was so lovely to see and I'm going to say average size You know, listen, most of the women that are on these shows are like a size two, a size four. She's like, what, maybe an eight,
0: ten. I don't
2: think. My size is is a hell of a lot bigger than that. But it was so nice. I mean, she's a country girl, right? Mm -hmm. She's not the military girls are not sticking either. But, you know, she's a country girl. She had the country girl look. And that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. She was, you know, curvy and. I love that her character was sassy and didn't take any, like, shit, but she wasn't condescending. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, the women are these big... And she's in the military. You know, she was lieutenant. She's a doctor of physical therapy. You know, she was. So, obviously, she's very smart. She's very assured of herself and, and things like that. Most of the time, the women, when they're being... When they're putting the guy in their place, come off as... Condescending, and it's occasionally a bit shrewish. Right, I'm one of the most sarcastic, obnoxious people I know, and that's really, really the truth. I am that friend that's going to tell you everything you don't want to hear because somebody has to tell it to you. (laughs) It's completely true, and if I, you know, it's completely true, Kimberly. If you're listening, you could write 16 essays on this because it's true. (laughs) Um, I am, I am that person. But it was refreshing to have a character that was strong and independent, but had her you know, doubts and had to come to some decisions and grow a little bit, even though she was in the military and a doctor and whatnot, without being overly obnoxious or overly insecure.
0: Right. You could tell she was very confident in herself, but not so um over right. You know, overconfident, which I mean like when you're trying to show off, I guess in a way. But right. she just you could tell she was just she was her own person. Mm-hmm. They
2: had great chemistry. Yes, they did. He was adorable, as always. I love when she came out of the car.
0: (laughs) And and you know what I I was, like, laughing about? I kind of caught it on the second rewatch because I was like, did Dan literally just get out of the car and say, oh... This is my friend, or, you know, I'm an agent, and he is a famous um, movie director. And I'm thinking, that's not something you open with when, you know, you just hit somebody with a car. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that, too, and I was thinking, like, did they have him say that? Because he's, like,
2: in this little small town, he thinks they'll be, like, awestruck and be like, oh, you know, no worries. Or was he saying it to be like, oh, you know, don't worry, we can afford to pay for anything. I think It could go either way, but I could think it was funny as well. But now that you brought up Dan, do you or do you not want a Dan and Willa engagement movie?
0: I love them. Like, yes, yes. They need a sequel of their very own for <laughs> you know. I just feel like they were just awesome. And when he puts those shoes on and he says he's gonna go hiking.
2: <laughs> right? And he's <just> looking
0: at- <laughs>
2: Well, Lucas looked at him like, You have to be kidding me. I thought it, I thought he was adorable. I love what he kept going back. I loved when he was like, Well, I could To be business partners, they need to have it. I mean, they already wrote the movie. They become business partners in the bakery. You know, they go back and forth. Of course, we're gonna have some grand misunderstanding. Then Lauren and Tyler can be like the secondary characters. You know, and it could even be that you know they're planning the other couple, the first couple's wedding, and then they get engaged. They already wrote the movie, and Twitter was going crazy because they wanted Michael Teigen and Sarah Edmondson. Who are great as Dan and Willa, and they totally, I love, because too, they're, they're older. Yeah. You know, so I think they're ready for the rocking chair, but they're older. So I enjoy the movies that also have like the, the more middle aged or a little bit further than, not that I think they must have been supposed to be like, why? in their their 50s if she's in her whatever, you know, whatever. That has to be like a 25, 30 year age difference, you know, or something. I don't know. I don't yeah. really to be realistic you know because they did have michael tegan's not gray and they did kind of like gray up his hair a little bit so they definitely need it they totally deserve it That's
0: yeah hard. i love them there was like a there was a really nice um secondary storyline you had going there and i really 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 did love it
2: mm-hmm. and then when he <laughs> he's like don't you think i offered that when luke was like well just buy all the, you know buy all the tickets and how he was respectful right you know, I loved them. I loved them. I'm mean, be honest, I love them even more than I loved Luca and, and Kaylee. And the not to take over the conversation, but on Twitter people were really bashing the character of um Jillian. Right? And I felt it was slightly unfair because they, she didn't have the scene. She didn't have the scene where she's like, you know we're engaged, right? But who wouldn't do that?
0: Yeah, wouldn't. Know? when you feel a little bit threatened. You know.
2: Right. And
0: she out of everybody helped them the most because she tweeted about it and got and saved the festival
2: right she didn't have to she made the deal with him Mm -hmm. although you know not he did choose not not to do it but i mean yeah she was a little career hungry there was no real impression that she was using luke you know she just had different goals or whatever she wasn't a mean character per se she was just her head was you know somewhere else so i thought that was a little unfair to like trash the, the character that much but who wouldn't do that if i'm like gushing and gushing and gushing about jason you're gonna be like um hello you know <laughs> well you know some days you might be like well you could have them but most of the time you'd be like a uh, chicky like there's a ring on my finger you know yeah, like, really. anybody, anybody's gonna do that
0: and then you have the um the whole barbecue um restaurant or whatever that was her it was her grandfather's right that's correct yes and and you know them losing the recipe um well she never wrote down I guess they said he never wrote it down um and then her finding it in the shoebox. I thought that was really sweet that he knew her grandfather knew enough to put it in that shoe box
2: one of that was adorable that he'd know that was all her treasures well but one of the really cute things funny things about this movie is how tongue-in-cheek it was about their own what Walmart was kind of taking digs at themselves when he would when luke would be describing different things or they would talk about you know tropes <laughs> you know in in different in different stuff in every single one of them like they talked about how it always you know it, it's not real life, and it always snows at Christmas. There was a few lines where they were taking, you know, digs at themselves, which was really... Yeah.
0: Which, which was, I love about Hallmark. They can take little digs at themselves. Yeah. Um, but we still love them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Out of ten, what would you rate it?
0: Um, It was a good eight, nine. You mm. know, eight and a half, nine. Absolutely. Um, I just, it was just really i really enjoyed it there was a lot of things about it that i that i liked um it just was very relatable i felt like it was one of the more realistic i mean there's always a a slight unrealistic about all of these movies because of the way they have to be set up to you know move the story along
2: before we move on correct me if you feel that i'm wrong there was no greatness understanding. She always knew where she stood.
0: Yeah, she, I mean, she knew.
2: Right, yeah, she never expected him. They never expected them, oh, like oh, they're famous, they can help us. They never expected that. They never acted. She actually said to him, oh, you saved us because you triggered this memory of me finding the box. There was no greatness understanding where, like, she expected him to break up with Jillian and, and stay with her. So no. That alone, I loved this
0: movie she just it just kind of like they just kind of went together and mm-hmm. it just kind of happened it didn't like you know right it's very know, organic i guess you could say yeah you knew he was
2: happy and whatever but he never really let her, he never led her on or anything like that so I, that was really that was really refreshing i'm with you i'm gonna give it a solid nine and then
0: um just a one thing that I just wanted to point out, because of course, you know, being from a more southern area, um, we're probably one of the north, one of the most northern southern states, I guess you would say. Um, mm-hmm. The list of the ten songs that she gave him as must hear <laughs> country songs, mm-hmm. and being, you know, from the south and everything, I actually wrote them down. Because I wanted to see how much I actually, com- you know, agreed. Mm-hmm. And the ten, the ten songs that she sent him were "Walk the Line" with Johnny Cash, which I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. "Stand by Your Man" Tammy Wynette. "The Dance" mm-hmm. by Garth Brooks, which by far is probably the best, one of the best country songs. "Jolene" mm-hmm. by Dolly Parton. Uh, "Blue Eyes" crying in the rain by Willie Nelson. "The Gambler" by Kenny Rogers. "I Fall to Pieces" by Patsy Cline. "Concrete Angel" by Martina McBride. Live like you're dying, Tim McGraw, and then Love Sick Blues by Hank Williams. I don't think you could have got a better list.
2: <laughs> That's a solid <laughs> good list.
0: Um, you can't have that list without having Johnny Cash, Garth Brooks, Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers, Patsy Cline. Like you just can't can't have that list. So I don't know if they like polled a bunch of people. <laughs> what was the after- Patsy Cline one again? What was it? What was the Patsy Cline one again? Um i fall to pieces i love that one they're all really really good um so i was like because me and my husband were watching this together and i actually like the first time we watched it i stopped it and rewound it and paused it just to see what songs were on there because i was like i've got to compare these and he was like yes we've got to compare whether these are you know if we agree with these songs and and they couldn't have i don't even know if they could have picked better songs. I mean, they were just really, really That's
2: good a great, ones. I need you to send me that list so I can listen to the ones that I'm not familiar with.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll send it to you. And then the song she sang, I think it was about midway. It was called Run.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: out of all of them, I probably like that one the best. Um, and they're, they're all her songs, by the way. Except for, the, of course, the last one that she sang that was a very popular song. But mm-hmm. all the songs she sang were hers. Okay. Um, she—they're actually on her upcoming album, I do believe.
1: I will definitely have to check that out.
2: So that brings us to Sunday, which gave us Redemption in Cherry Springs on the mystery one. Hallmark uh, movies and mysteries. I keep wanting to add different words into the titles, which was with Rochelle, I can't say it, I cannot say it. Uh, I'm are horrible hostess as we know. Keith D as um, Melanie, Keith D Robinson as Jake, Hannah Lee as Rachel, Rajiv as Tony, Frankie Fizan as Uncle Joe. Listen, before we get any further, I'm not going to run through the whole class, because the whole cast was really good. Uncle Joe needs his own series.
0: Yes, yes. He is everything. He can cook. He can sing. He can find dead bodies that nobody else can find. Yeah. Um, and he's very helpful. <laughs> Get everybody else. Uncle Joe, Frankie Faison,
2: needs his own series. He needs his own mystery series. He needs a group of buddies, young and old, where they stumble upon crimes and they solve them while doing good deeds, and it'll be a hit. Everybody on social media, everybody on Twitter was going crazy about Uncle Joe because he was just the greatest character I've seen in a long time on Home Walk or anywhere else. He was just Frankie Faison just played him so effortlessly and so perfectly that he was the best character on the show.
0: Yes, I loved him. Like that first five I think the first like five minutes weren't even over and I was already talking about how much I loved Uncle Joe. Yep. Like, can I get an Uncle Joe? <laughs> Right? I
2: mean, I have one, but I'll trade them. And although my <laughs> uncle just... So, Melanie and Joe follow a path of twists and turns till they uncover the shocking truth of Melanie's missing childhood friend, Tony, in her small town of Cherry Springs. So, Melanie is an investigative journalist who is in her hometown, presumably just to sell her mom, who passed away, home. Um Uncle Joe is trying to get her to <laughs> hang around. But... There is someone, there's some spooky things, creepy things going on with her. There is a van following her. There's hints that people are after her. Um, and it kind of gets twisted up in as it go, goes along for the movie. You don't know things that are happening to her. You don't know if it's because of the movie, of the plot. So Rachel, not Rachel, excuse me. Let me just Yeah, Rachel and Tony are married. The movie starts with Tony running out of his car, and then as it fades to black, you hear a gunshot, and then the movie jumps backwards. Where you start, where we you're introduced to Melanie and the other characters, Uncle Joe, Jake, you know, everybody else. And it turns out that Tony, you don't find out. So they try to set it up that his sister is behind the killing. They made that completely so obvious.
0: Yes, that's, very much that's, so.
2: And because she wasn't giving the mother medication and she wanted the house to sell it. Whole subplot that kind of went nowhere. And just was like really obvious it wasn't her. You know. And if it was an episode of like War and Order, it would have been her. But it it was pretty obvious that it it wasn't her. And I'm not knocking knocking the movie for that. But there was a whole cast of characters, a few of her friends, lifelong friends. So Tony disappears. Excuse me. Uncle Joe finds the body. He worked in a car shop. There's a whole bunch of characters. characters in on Chesapeake Shores there's a lot of characters thrown at you really quickly and it's a little tricky to keep track of who's who and whatever but there was one scene after Tony dies um where she's sitting on the couch with Melanie sitting on the couch with the guy who owns the car shop Dan and I said oh not Dan sorry which one was it it
0: was um
2: sorry i'm looking at the thing dan is the other guy who's killed early on but he's in on it too she's sitting with andy and i'm like, yes, I like
0: andy
2: i don't know what it was I'm like but that's that's who killed him and i was right well those holly boy dances your mysteries mis- mis- have, have paid off not going you know, it out but it was really well done it kept you going on and there was different things with her brakes being cut um they never did figure out who did that right so the movie was was really good. Tony, it turns out, has... Um, sorry, my earbuds keep dropping out of my ears. Tony, it turns out, has inoperable cancer and is trying to set up to take care of his wife so he gets involved in some shady deals and he has money, tons of money hidden in, hidden in his car. And Andy, who is also part of it, is trying to find the money. He never does. You know, they do. There's a big confrontation at the end where Melanie figures it out. She's always one step ahead of Jake, who is the lieutenant or sergeant of the, the local police. Um there's chemistry between them.
0: There is bu- some chemistry, but they, you know, either they did kind of play on it a little bit, but they didn't it wasn't hit you over the head. It was more about the the mystery. Right. Right. But it's, and- you know
2: it's the two leads, you know there's gonna be something. I I hope it's it's very much set up that there's gonna this is gonna be a series because we don't know there's things revealed at the end where they they arrest Andy that happened that he wasn't involved in the the van that's always following her. Her cut breaks the person who came to her door. So they set it up to be a series, which would be great.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it was actually Dan who killed Tony, or was the drug dealers. Andy didn't actually kill anybody, I don't think.
1: Right, but he put it all in play.
0: He put it all in play. Yeah. Because he was the one that came up with the – I'm assuming it was to stick the drugs in the car and then send the car off, and then the car came back with money in it.
2: So what it was is that – and I've seen this done in Blue Bloods, Criminal Minds, and other other shows – is that they make um, false compartments, or like – False like mufflers and, and or different things compartments in it and they stash the drugs and the money in there. Then when the car comes in, they take that piece off and replace it with a regular one. Oh, okay. And so that's so that's how they would transport it because you know nobody's gonna think there's a secret compartment in it. Um, there was actually a really great Blue Bloods episode that revolved around shops that that did that. All in all, it was, a, it was a pretty well-paced two hours. There was a lot of information thrown at you, a lot of background on on her. She was a book deal. She wasn't going to do it at the end. She decided to stay in town and um, write the books. Everybody was happy. You found out that um, Jake's wife was also a cop, and she was killed in the line of duty, I believe. A little iffy on that. My My only problem with that is it's very rare. Uh, it was implied that he worked in the NYPD. I could be wrong. It's very rare that spouses or partners or partners on the force, because when you're put into a situation, you're not going to make the proper judgment. So that that annoyed me just a tiny bit. Overall, the plot was really good. um Michelle is a really natural and laid-back actress. There's no overacting. I think everybody was very, for the most part, on point for a mystery it wasn't too much like crazy but the, the you know the regular homebuck movies tend to have those moments that are very over um dramatic but i think this one flowed and it set up a really good series i'm hoping we need more uncle joe i'll take him anyway yeah
0: we need more uncle joe at least Mhm. like and um like there's a couple of things that i'd you know like i did they ever find out who was in the van the white van that was, like, following her around.
2: No, that's what I'm saying, is that they set up for it to be a series. That's part of whatever was going on with the investigation that she didn't want to talk about. That's All right. to do with that.
0: And then you had uh, what I thought was, you know, kind of poking fun at itself like Hallmark does, the Smoothie Criminal.
1: <laughs> that was so funny.
0: Oh, what was the? One- what was the one with the dog? The Barking Lot or something? The I can't peps- remember what the name of. That was the coolest um, Daycare. Their,
2: yeah, their names that they gave the little shops were really tongue-in-cheek and really cute. I think, I'm pretty sure it was the Bocking Lot. So cute. But the Smoothie Criminal, that one, twiddle it up about that
0: one. That one cracked me up. And then oh. I think you said, well, in the very beginning of the movie, it was very film noir.
2: Yes. It, you had a, it had a really different feel than a lot of them. A lot of the mysteries um, even Murder, She Baked, the crossword ones, things like that, they tend to be, they're very good, or I've never really watched them i never heard they're very good, but they still tend to be very hallmark They have bright, light scenery. Um, not this it doesn't have a look-out, this was shot in a beautiful place, but this one was a much more classic mystery crime series, like, that you would see on a major, not the film, it's not major, but that you would see on you know, primetime TV.
0: Yeah, it was. I, I really liked the plot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really it's really liked it.
2: The whole feel of the the, the film, the whole.
0: So I'm gonna so, ask you what you asked me. Mhm. What do
1: you rate it?
2: It eight. Because it was very good. It did set us up for a series, which, which many many people are hoping that we get. But there were so many people that a lot of her friends that were just unnecessary to the plot one. You know, obviously they needed friends to support or whatever. But right. I think I mean obviously I'm no, you know, expert, but I just think they they put out so many people so fast and that it the build up to what was going on, I think, and the whole took a little bit in the whole red herring of oh, it's the sister, you know, or oh it's this one, or that they had, and the whole
0: red herring of him having cancer and the woman being in the car with him was right. a total, like, you thought that he was having an affair. And oh. it didn't really have anything to do with that at all.
2: <laughs> obviously, obviously, that is semi-realistic. You're going to find clues and, and whatnot that lead you absolutely nowhere, you know? But I think between the sister, the woman in the car, and then they were still believing that the boy was involved in it somehow, they could have did without one of them.
0: Poor kid. They really yeah. like drug him through the ringer, and he's trying to do better.
2: I know. What about you? What do you give it?
0: Um, I would say a seven, but I'm gonna give it an eight just because of Uncle Joe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was a little slow paced in in some areas, but overall very refreshing. I love that it was a very you had African American leads, which we do not get a lot on Hallmark, and quality quality acting by everybody, and if Pretty diverse cast, which yeah. a lot of, other, murder, a lot of their other mystery ones do not have. So, all in all, two really great movies to kick off four halls. Yes. Now we're going to skip on into our last segment, which we're not going to. our notice.
0: very first top 10.
2: Very, very first top 10.
0: Very first top 10.
2: Top 10. Slopes. We all know that Hallmark, especially the Christmas movies, but all Hallmark movies have recurring themes. Some of them we love, some of them we hate, some of them we wish would go away forever. But um, So I looked online, I did some Googling, I kind of pulled together a list. Amber and I talked about it. So, number 10, we mentioned this earlier, I told her to pay attention. The male lead turns out to be a prince. This is very popular. I think I think there's some non-Christmas ones, but it tends to be very popular during Christmas because what a present your man turns out to be a prince. Okay. That
0: royal holiday one that the (laughs) girl is in. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Um. That was a good one.
0: That was a prince one.
2: Mm -hmm. Bonus points if now bonus points if the prince I'm doing the air quotes turns out to be Santa's son. Same difference. The <laughs> and then a lot of times when you have a prince or a Santa, his parents always played by like the eighties or nineties TV stars You're like, oh my god, I used to watch them all the time. But it's I think it's for me, for me, I said it earlier, it's one that they can let go. I think they've done it to death. I don't think they can really come up with any more ways.
0: For once we're gonna differ on this one. <sighs> I'm sorry, still to this day. And maybe, maybe it's my Harlequin Re- presents books <laughs> that I read constantly. <laughs> but I love it when there are princes, <laughs> cause it's so fairy tale esque.
2: Oh um, yeah, they are. It's very fairy tale esque. But come on, it's been done to death. Me or has Danica been in quite a few of those?
0: Her and then Lacey Chabert has been in a couple. Um, I'm probably saying her name wrong. I I say all their name wrongs. I'm horrible at names. I didn't, you know, everybody's names. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, I I still fall for the, they still seem to be able to bring a tear out of me at least one. (laughs) But like I I said, I still get my Harlequin Presents in the mail every month.
2: (laughs) I, I watch them, but sometimes they're usually the ones that I watch like later on. I have to be in the mood to watch those um so all right we'll disagree on that one okay it's number nine it snows on christmas on christmas it's been a while since we've had a white christmas here in new york maybe we've had a sprinkling but most of these shows are even though they're filmed in vancouver which theoretically there could be snow on the ground probably at christmas they're shot in the summer so obviously snow is all fake but a lot of these movies are set and not that there's not snow in in the south. I know you have get snow, but come on now. How many southern white Christmases have there really been? Probably more than I can think of. And also half the world celebrates Christmas in the summer. The yeah. southern yeah, southern hemisphere celebrates Christmas um is in summer. And what always makes me laugh is that if there hasn't been snow, it becomes the town is like confused why it hasn't snowed.
0: Yeah, this I think was the first year. Like I said, I live in West Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. though snow is common, not as common as I mean, I would say it's more common in New York than it probably is in West Virginia. Um We got slammed this this past year. I mm-hmm. don't know if if uh the heavens above was like, Okay, this has been a really crappy year, so we're just gonna give you snow on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but we got covered in snow on Christmas Eve, like so bad that my mom and them we we couldn't even do Christmas together because we had like inches, like six, seven, eight inches. You know, and we're just not used to that.
2: <laughs> so, I can't remember if it snowed here on Christmas last year. I'd have to go back and look. I don't think it's a Maybe a little bit, but I, I really don't, I don't remember. We got
0: we got slammed with with a lot snow. Of stuff.
2: Uh, well, a lot of Festland, but this, uh, you know, it's just funny that if it's, it always becomes like this major plot point, like people are concerned it hasn't snowed, like it's ruining everything, it hasn't mm-hmm. snowed, and they will have on their red or green coats. <laughs> did you, did you see that beam that somebody made?
0: Well, I mean, they're kind of right because, I mean, if you look at their, the theme of their Christmas, ca- um, I guess it's what, their posters or their movie posters, um they all are the same kind of (laughs)
2: colors yeah it's all like the same color it's all red and green red and green Mm -hmm. so number eight is well this is for every not just not totally not just the christmas movies and we mentioned it before and we mentioned it numerous times the really and there's one reason that roadhouse romance got such a high rating from me relationship misunderstanding they always happen in like the last 30 minutes of the movie like give me a break make it like the hour you know like give us something you know it's always towards the end of the movie that the next few minutes like days have passed you know and, and 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 they fix it but it's definitely in roadhouse romance was the first one in a long time on, you know, obviously the other Hallmark channels don't really have them, but on Hallmark proper, it's that big, it's that big thing. There's always a relationship misunderstanding. Somebody's yeah. overheard something, but they never finish eavesdropping.
0: <laughs> they always just walk away. Okay.
2: okay, this, you mentioned this, and we're actually planning a top 10, someone around this, holiday competitions.
0: Yes, we were going to do the top 10 Christmas movies that have um, baking in them, <laughs> in the name.
2: Yeah, and a lot like of these-
0: some kind of cookie or-
2: Or treat or whatever. A lot of these yeah. competitions generally have to do with baking, which led us to that idea. But it's always, it's usually how the two leads get together. Um, sometimes they're at odds. They're both in the competition or they're trying to sieve the competition- more. <laughs> and this competition usually has to like save the town. Um uh, but it's it's a big thing. There was one with Lacey with the gingerbread competition. Gingerbread house? Yes. I love that one. That was actually I love really, that
0: one too.
2: There's so many, there's so many of them. Um and usually even if it's not something that's gonna save the town, it's a tradition. And if it can't go off if it's if it's threatened in any way, the whole town is in a in a paddock, which sure don't get me wrong, I understand that, especially if it's a It's a money-making tradition. Number six, Christmas is about more than presents. That's true. That's true. We all do like to get presents. They they do like to tell us that, you know, the true meaning of Christmas is not not religion. I'm not bringing religion into this. But it's about family and love and being together, which is true. But if not, if you think about it, how often do you actually see them exchanging presents?
0: i would say it's about 50 50
2: yeah it takes a little less than 50
0: 50 i really i really can't i mean it happens a little bit but most of the time it's about being it the the emphasis on family and love which is what hallmark is about Mm -hmm. um is family and love but yeah i mean i don't occasionally but usually when there is a present it's not like what we would think would be it's she's like a picture framed or something important. somebody made or something.
2: <laughs> but the present is often the misunderstanding. There's a couple where the lady finds out that the guy bought a present and she thinks it's for somebody else and then she gets upset.
1: Yeah,
0: a couple of times. Then there's even been ones where like the present or the buying of the present has brought the two leads together. I can't remember what the name of it. I think it was called Christmas Present. Um, Mm -hmm. It was about a woman who was a shopper. That was her job, and she would, her whole advertising and everything was finding the perfect gift for your loved ones.
1: Mm -hmm. And it
0: brought the two main characters together. Um, So I think a couple of times that's happened i've seen a couple
2: of them like that this is one the uh, number five is one of um your favorites it's kind of a two-parter um there's always a story where the woman is either passing through the town um or has to go back to her well you know she's she's passing through a town and fate intervenes, and just, the car breaks down there's a storm a flight canceled. She got on the wrong flight. Whatever, you know. But she's forced to stay around, and not just for like a day or two, but like a week or more. Everything shut down. Um, not even due to COVID, just everything shut down. I really wish they would have done a COVID one. I would have freaking loved to see one. that <laughs>
0: yeah, has been. Re- that would have been like. But yeah. you know, we've we've been thrown so knocked over the head with the COVID because of the TV shows having to wear their masks, and mm-hmm. you know, your more realistic TV shows that have to actually put it in there.
2: Right,
0: I don't know if I want that in my Hallmark movies, <laughs> <laughs> I but you know
2: she she inevitably falls in love with the town and the local hotthrob who's probably some type of carpenter or works with his hands, you know and but you know so the second part of it is that because of this, the message is made that small towns are better than big cities. Whatever. I don't necessarily agree with that um, big cities and small towns wherever you are wherever you prefer that that's up to you but if you have never seen new york city and by new york city i mean manhattan done up for christmas that's something spectacular in itself um do you ever can look at pictures or if you're lucky enough to experience that the store windows i obviously obviously new york city manhattan is different now than pre-covid but it's spectacular. There's nothing. I mean, I haven't experienced a small town Christmas, I like can't say that, but it's amazing. It's amazing The it's on all the trees and the little parks and the stores. It's stunning. We have the, the a lot of little lot of churches in different places that, you know, they decorate the trees, although so much stuff is decorated. Everything is lit up. It's really beautiful and hot warming. Very much in his own way, and people travel here, flock to us to see it. So yeah. I have a bit, of, I have a bit of an issue with that one. That it's always, oh, this, the big city is, the big city is horrible. You know, can <laughs> you know, and whatnot. That's kind of a, that's kind of a two part and I'm not insulting um, small towns, but this, the next one, number four, kind of goes back to. Um, Some of the points you made, but the Christmas ceremony, not the competition, but the Christmas ceremony will save the town. It's going to reunite the Christmas spirit and everybody's going to come together.
0: Yeah. As I remember, I don't remember, I can't remember what it's called, but um, it might be. There's one where um, he's getting ready to sell their manor and they decide to do the winter festival there and i think it was something like mr darcy or mrs or i can't remember what it was it was a play on the whole um pride and prejudice Mm -hmm. and
1: i didn't like those
0: to save the town like you know the was to save the town. I can't remember it. I think Lacey. There was a couple that she was in, and then there was a couple of other ones that were in. Um, it, it's it's a common
2: theme theme in a lot of it. There's one that was really good. I, we're horrible hostesses. I said that before. I can't remember the name. Where then they not they have to fix up the place to have it, you know, and they're not sure if they can. There are some that it's it's really heartwarming when but and especially like when it involves the kids and their singing and the tree lighting, you know. But they, whatever it is, it's gonna save the small town that is financially wounded, you know, yeah. <laughs> for for whatever reason. It's
0: just, or the or the town can be a business like. Yeah. Roadhouse Room has had a little bit of that in it. It did. Because there was the fe- you know the Harvest Festival was supposed to save the the family business.
2: Right. So number three, someone is in love with their best friend. Now, we have seen it where, correct me if I'm wrong, a, a lot of times it's a girl, the lady goes back and meets with her ex-boyfriend and whatever. You know, it it's always one of them is always in a relationship that is obviously wrong for them, another, you know, trope. Uh-huh. And Everybody can see how perfect they are for each other, except for them. Um, It takes a long time for the person to break up with the other person, who's probably Mr. No Romance Workaholic, which is another trope, (laughs) Um, to be with the person that they truly desire. Until it's time for either they, the Christmas competition, or the Christmas ceremony. See, we're playing bingo. Without playing bingo.
0: <laughs> we are. And the big tree lighting, yeah, that's, you got that right on there. That's one of the big things.
2: Well, whoever designs these trees, oh my goodness, they're always gorgeous. They're my always, mom
0: was always good at making a Christmas tree. She could um, decorate anything. She's just good at decorating, period. Um, my mom was but,
2: too, to a degree.
0: Her trees are always beautiful
2: i love christmas trees we have a christmas tree that's kind of like disco lights it's really cool um i love it so yeah so that one kind of puts in quite a few tropes um together so um number two you mentioned this one earlier on twitter uh some big shot wants to take over the town the manor the lodge the business the business and some of the townsfolk town for it because it's going to bring in tourists, it's going to bring in money, whatever, but then the rest of the town is against it. And then everybody realizes how much it's going to affect the town, so they're now against it. But of course, what happens, Amber?
0: They fall in love and then they find a way to save it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. They are, Mr. Big Shot realizes, well, I have enough money and I can do this elsewhere. So I'm not going to do this here. I'm going to do what the town wants. All in the name of love.
0: The number one is probably. My love and hate. I love love it, it. but I hate it. (laughs) But it makes a good movie. It it falls
2: into a lot of the other ones. It falls into 10 to 2 quite Mm a bit. Go ahead. Number loving-
0: one is woman has to choose between career or her love life and for her family or all of the above. Hence hmm. often take place in a world. It, it it does seem like you're not allowed to have both, but I feel like Chesapeake Shores, if you've listened to any of our podcasts from last week, they do good with making her, um you know, She does both. Yep. She just drops the amount of work, I guess, is what it is. Right. It's a big
2: one. It's one that's in almost everything. Right. It. it We we mentioned it in almost every other number that we were talking about. You know, she has to. She comes back, or she needs to. She has one thing that the one part of it that I truly hate is that they play it off like she is given an ultimatum at work and she she has one bad day at work so she questions her whole life and that bothers me you know sure sometimes you'll find you have this amazing career and you find out that everything is changing and you do question it but it doesn't automatically mean you've run away you know which is kind of the impression that, uh, and then of course they always have the mr no romantic workaholic boyfriend who that they semi-cheat on but I'm with you. This one I love and I hate it. Sometimes I think it really works. Sometimes I think that for the first hour of the movie it really makes the people almost unlikable sometimes. And
0: I think the reason is you know, especially with Hallmark like I said with the other ones that this, the reason for the season is family and love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they're trying. I think they're trying. What they're trying to do is to show you that it's not all about work. It's not all about your career. You do have a family too. But I think sometimes when they do that, it comes across as, um, you know, you can't have both.
2: So they come across kind of nineteen. I, I watch a lot of older shows. Um, it comes across. Excuse me. It comes across kind of nineteen fifties like it's one or the other quite often they'll have the woman come up with another career or branch out into something that she could do there or move her career there and that's right. fine you know i get that but sometimes when it's given me impression like oh it's you know one of the other it, that's kind of insulting how far yeah. women women have have come i think one show a very recent one that was amazing at showing you can have both with Sweet Pecan Summer.
0: Yes, because she, yes, she did change her, you know, she did quit and create her own, but she didn't really drop what she was doing. It was still the same thing she was doing before, but she just created her own company because she wasn't happy with, you know, the fact that that company she was working for wouldn't branch out. Mm And And
2: No, yeah, and I love that. I love that that was so different. But I'm sure people change their careers all the time. But it's just the way that sometimes it's presented. But it's never really presented that way for the guy. The guy's like, well, I'm not leaving town. So you decide what you want to do. I could be wrong. And I kind of dominated going over the (laughs) US. I I
0: think we did pretty good. We'll have to decide on what our next top 10 is going to be you can
2: throw this one at you so if anybody has one or it's amber's turn to pick,
0: well, then, pick. then you all if you if anyone is listening to this <laughs> tweet me at amber teasley one and, and tell me what you would like the next top 10 to be <laughs> because i did kind to of throw this one at her because
2: originally it was going to be top 10 actors and actresses but i've been getting a lot of feedback on that and i still have to kind of Compile it and, and go and go through it because there's a lot of names Especially. out there. You almost
0: need your own section of regular Hallmark movies or Christmas Hallmark movies. Right. And then if
2: you Google it, it's even more confusing because they'll tell you like they a lot of websites count the fact that people are in TV shows based on to figure out like who they, they deem the queen. And that's that's not really accurate, you know, because of course they're going to have more appearances because of this. Whole seasons of of episodes. I mean, Lacey, even Nikki, um, Danica, quite a few of them. You know, Cameron. These are undisputed. These are people we see, you know, all the time. So we want to know who you want to see, who you want to see more of. We want to know it all. We're nosy. I am anyway. <laughs> but anything you wanna wanna add? Any trophy that I missed that you really love or hate?
0: I think you caught just about all of them. I can't remember. I tweeted you three, and I can't remember. Um, Let me look real quick before we wrap it up. Yeah. I'm trying to find it on here.
2: This, I, mean, it was, I, ran, I ran through the list. I kind of dominated that segment, so that was mean of me.
0: Car think- breaks down a person and is stuck in town, which we kind of got that one. Right. When traveling right. through. So mm-hmm. I think we pretty much hit them all. Mm -hmm. Um, The only extra one I had on here was Person Comes Home To Take Care of the Kids and the Family Member Passes Away Which we're seeing this weekend Yeah, we're seeing that one this weekend
2: (laughs) And we saw it recently in in, um, Sweet Carolina
0: Yes, I'm excited to see these new movies coming up
2: I am too, I am too So, I think that about wraps it up I don't have anything else to add after I yak, yak, yak. Um, next week on our next episode, we'll be doing. So I'm going to run this volume while, while we're on here. Originally, the way Amber and I had it was that one week we would do the reviews and chat like this, and then the next week we would give a little bit of tidbits, whatever news we had, um, and then review the season of Chesapeake Shorts. But I'm wondering, and totally say yes or no. We can figure it out later. I think if we do it that way, we're going to be pretty far behind on reviewing The Fall Harvest.
0: Yes, I agree. I
2: I think we should take like the first, I think in episode four, we should take like the first, condense it, you know, 15 minutes or so to go over the movies and then the rest be about season two. Because I already started it. And I know I have quite a few things to say. Which, which, you know,
0: yes, we can do that. That sounds good to me. We'll just, just do like a...
2: Yeah, I just don't want us to fall too far.
0: No, too I far. think it will be too far behind.
2: Okay. Well, we have gone over an hour, so I am going to force us to stop even though we can probably keep on talking <laughs> so that our wonderful um, head at the chair shot doesn't have a problem converting this. Although I could probably get ask Eric to convert it if needed to but um much thanks to Greg DeMarco who was extremely patient with me this week as I continually screwed up the information <laughs> I was giving him um he has endless amount of patience uh check out thechairshot.com for all your entertainment needs be it uh wrestling football fantasy sports gaming we have a bit of everything everything there and we're so grateful to Greg for giving us a home on yes Cheshire. thank you Greg <laughs> so uh I am Liz Piglisi and my co-host Amber Teasley Amber Teasley I can be find it I can be find it oh my gosh I can be found at uh, lizzyp P224 for now on Twitter and your Twitter is fine. And
0: it's Amber Teas- at Amber Teasley1.
2: Okay yeah and That's it for episode three of Home is Where Hallmark is. is. Not Home is Where the Hallmark is, but Home is Where Hallmark is on the Chair Shot Radio. And as we like to say there, whatever you do, be smart and always use your head. We'll see you next week.
0: Goodbye.